It's the most happiest time of the year. Yes, it is, because it's still summer. And some of you are going to try and poo-poo your summer and end it too early. And I'm going to talk about that later in the show. I'm going to try and help you through it so that you squeeze every last drop out of your summer. Um, and uh, hopefully you can. Uh, we are also going to be, I think we're uh, taking a phone call from somebody today. Roger said someone's calling in. I'm not sure who. I'll deal with that when we get there, I guess. Um, uh, how about scents? What does your car smell like? Um, we're going to go through the library of available uh, car scents. I recently stumbled on a plethora, or plethora, as they say in New Jersey, of different scents for your car. Kind of ridiculous what they got out there, man. And then it looks like we're going back to the Summer Olympics for another event. I thought the Olympics were over. Um, Roger, my producer, tells me they're not. Charles Parsley is still in London, England, so we're going over one more time. Doesn't make sense to me, but it never does make sense because you're here on the Harland Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. All right, let's get this sucker going, huh? You're causing a major disturbance on my time. It's the Harland Highway. What's up, brah? If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? <gasps> I have come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass. Am I hallucinating here? Just what in the hell do you think you're doing? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. This is your fucking wake-up call, man. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. In 30 seconds, you'll be dead. I'll blow this place up and be home in time for cornflakes. Here we go. Let's kick this pound puppy off. Let's get this podcast rocking and a rolling. Oh, Harlan. What? It's Roger. Yeah. Yeah, there's someone on the hotline. Well, I'm not expecting any calls. Look at look at the caller ID. What's I'm sure the 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 zoo, the city zoo's calling. What? Yeah, the caller ID. It says City Zoo Australian Pavilion. You're kidding me. Oh, for God's sake. Let me pick it up and see what it is. I'm at the beginning of my podcast. What what the hell are they phoning for? Hang on. Hello? <laughs> what the hell? What? Hello? <laughs> Who the? Is this the? Is this the zoo calling? <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell are you saying? Can you speak English, sir? <laughs> Wait a minute. The Australian pavilion at the zoo. <laughs> Wait, is this? Is this that koala, Roger? Is this the stupid koala phoning from the the zoo? <laughs> oh, for, for God's sake, Roger. <laughs> What the hell is he doing? How did a koala get through? Get, get him off! Stop talking! I don't understand. Roger! Stop! Get him off! Hang up! Hang up! God! Is he gone? Did the koala hang up? Well, for God's sakes, you're supposed to be screening the calls. What the hell would a koala be phoning us for? I'm doing a podcast. We're the only people that get zoo and... Hello? Who is this? Ah, oh, for God's sake. What? What do you... 
What do you want? What? What the fuck is going on, Roger? Hang up on this thing. What the hell? I think he hung up. Good. What the hell is wrong with you letting that stupid thing through? It eats leaves and hangs up in trees. Little eyes squished together. No offense, but the, they look like the Down syndrome animals of the animal kingdom, okay? <laughs> oh, for Christ. What did he just tell me to do, Roger? Hang up on him! Sorry. Not really. <laughs> God. All right. All right. Let's go to something a little more festive, a little more upbeat, a little more not in the realm of uh, Australian marsupials. God. Uh, Some good news for the kid I wanted to share with the pavement pounders here today. It looks like uh, I booked myself a sitcom. Yes, sirree. Uh, Looks like I'm going to be shooting 13 episodes out of the gate for a new uh, sitcom called uh, Package Deal. Story is about uh, the show centers around three brothers who kind of do everything together. So the concept being if one of them dates a girl, then the girl kind of has to be vetted by the other two brothers. And uh, this spills over into their work life, their social life, their dating life, their married life. And I guess the show's kind of about, uh, you know, one of those scenarios where you got overly close siblings and, uh, you know, they just can't be separated. And so everything they do intermingles and they're stepping all over each other's business and all that stuff. So uh, a little exciting news I thought I'd share with you folks. We start shooting uh, in October. And I guess it's going to hit the airwaves in uh, 2013. And I'll keep you posted on that. Um, so, okay, lower the music. We That was that was good. We celebrated. Um, but uh, what? We're going back to the Olympics. What are you talking? The Olympics are over. And I said turn down this music. Roger, what are you... You're having an off day, dude. Why would we go back to the Olympic? Turn down this music. Why would we go back to the Olympics when they're over? What do you mean there's still a few? There's still a few events. You gotta be. Well, I didn't know about this. All right, folks. Looks like we're going back to the 2012 Summer Olympics here. And is it Charles Parsley? Yeah. Okay, we got Charles Parsley. And here we go to the uh, Summer Olympics. And next time, turn down the damn music. God. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the 2012 Summer Olympics. I'm Charles Parsley. There are those that said the Olympics are over, but they still seem to be dragging on. And today's event is no exception. Today we have the Baked Goods event with competitors from all across the globe vying to be champion. 
to see who can bake the best pastries in the world. And our competitors today are Olympians, our athletes from Bermuda. Danny Bermuda, his name is actually in the name of his country. And I'm looking at my notes. I'm not even sure that Bermuda's a country. From New Zealand, Toggy Johnson. Toggy Johnson looking in top form. From the United Kingdom, our very own Nigel Masters, who is a master in the kitchen. You can hear the crowd starting to get animated as our athletes step into the field. And our final athlete from the United States of America, she's imposing. She's a champion in her own right. She's not to be messed with, and she's the one they're all trying to topple. It's Trudy from the Facts of Life sitcom, the 1970s Facts of Life sitcom. Trudy, she's large, she's pudgy, she's imposing. You can hear the Americans screaming with enthusiasm as they step up to their tables that are loaded with fresh dough, icing sugar, butters, icings, all kinds of ingredients. The list is too long to go through on this hot summer day at the 2012 Olympics. We're waiting for the officials to shoot the starting pistol. The athletes are wringing out their fingers, some of them cracking their knuckles. Danny Bermuda cracking his knuckles. And it looks like Nigel Masters is stretching his fingertips. He's jumping up and down, flailing his hands in the air, getting them loose. And up steps the line, Judge. There it is. They're off, ladies and gentlemen. There goes Toggy Johnson from New Zealand. He's rolling his cinnamon bun. He's rolling his cinnamon bun. He's making little strips of dough. He's pouring in cinnamon and butter and who knows what else. And there goes Nigel Masters. Nigel Masters from the United Kingdom is making a blintz. It looks like he's making some kind of a blintz. He's adding cheese. It's a cheese blintz, ladies and gentlemen. He fluffs up the eggs. He rolls them into the batter. But it looks like Trudy from the United States of America. It looks like she's making a raspberry turnovers. She's got a dozen raspberry turnovers on the go. The skin flakes are so... Yeah, what I'm trying to say here, I'm so excited. The pastry is so flaky, it looks like skin flakes. Unbelievable. Crusty and glistening in the sun. We can see it from up here in the sound booth. And let's get back to Danny Bermuda. Danny Bermuda, it looks like Danny Bermuda's gone ethnic. He's making some baklava. He's making some Greek baklava. Ladies and gentlemen, unheard of, never in the Olympics Games have we seen anyone attempt the impossible. One of the most difficult pastries to make, a Greek baklava. And back to Toggy Johnson, he's rolling up, he's rolling up his cinnamon buns. He's rolling them up, he's flashed them in the microwave oven. Listen to the crowd. Oh my God, he's flash cooked them. There they go, they're rooting him on. The microwave oven is counting down. It's five, four, three, two, one. There's the bell. Oh my God, he's pulling them out of the oven. Look at those cinnamon buns. And what's he doing? Toggy Johnson from New Zealand. What's he doing? He's putting them on the side of his head. He's got a cinnamon bun covering each ear. He's gone Princess Leia here at the 2012 Olympics. What a showman. 
What an incredible showman. That's why he's a champion, ladies and gentlemen. As he turns around and waves to the crowd. They are holding up banners that say, May the force be with you. The New Zealand flag, may the force be with you. There's people doing Wookiee calls in the bleachers. Unbelievable showmanship here. That could be the one to beat. But let's get back to Trudy. Trudy from the facts of life. She's making her apple turnovers now. Right beside her raspberry turnovers. But the apple turnovers are bigger. They're much bigger. They could come in at a record weight. They look to be at least 12 pounds. I've never seen a turnover quite so big. And Toggy Johnson, he's pulling his baklava out of the oven. Meat dripping out of the end. It's just pouring out of the end. He might be using too much meat, which could be illegal here at these Olympics and could be cause for disqualification. Danny Bermuda! What is Danny Bermuda from Bermuda has pulled a bag out from under the table. We don't know what's in it. What is he doing? This could be the surprise that we've all been waiting for. We've heard he's an unorthodox pastry chef. He's dumping the bag on the table. What is it? It looks like pork rinds. Wait a minute. He's holding him up. It's a set. It's a set of old ladies fallopian tubes, ladies and gentlemen. Danny Bermuda has brought out some fallopian tubes. He's rolling them in pastry. He's rolling them in icing sugar. He's drizzling them with a chocolate syrup. He's zigzagging icing across across the... Wait a minute, what's happening? Trudy from Facts of Life is drooling. She looks like Cujo from the Stephen King movie of the same name. What's she doing? Her mouth has dropped open. She's just swallowed four of her turnovers. She's going for the Tommy Johnson cinnamon ears. Oh, she's ripped one of his cinnamon earmuffs off. She's eating it. She's going in for the fallopian tube and she's got the baklava. Trudy from Facts of Life. Listen to this crowd. They're egging her on as she starts eating, eating all the other athletes' baked goods. It looks like the judges are waving down. And it looks like Trudy. Trudy from the Facts of Life has won the gold medal here at the Bake Off contest. It's unbelievable. No one saw it coming. She's consumed all the fresh baked goods. Ladies and gentlemen, what a startling turn of events. What an exciting turn of events. This is one for the record Excuse me, this is one for the record books. I'm almost out of breath. This is Harlan Williams, Trudy from the United States of America from Facts of Life, taking the gold. This is Charles Parsley, back to you at the Holland Highway, Harlan Williams. Come on. You're kidding me, right? Baked goods? Freaking baked goods and Trudy from the Facts of Life. Come on, turn it off. Get out of there. What is going on today, Roger? This is the dumbest show. Koalas. The Olympics are over, man. I don't know what, what's going on over there in the UK. That's the last of the... We're not going back. Princess Leia on her ears. Ridiculous. Something stinks about that. 
And speaking of something stinking, how about this? Uh, how many of you have the uh, the pine tree air freshener deals hanging in your uh, car from the rearview mirror? How many of you have that that little deal? I think when they were initially made, they, it was a shape of a pine tree, and it smelled like pine. Okay, fair enough. One plus one equals two. Pine tree shape, pine tree smell equals pine tree. Okay? So I'm at the car wash the other day. I'm waiting for my truck to go motoring through. And I'm standing in the, they have like a little like gift shop at the uh, car wash. Because, you know, when I, when I think about Christmas or a birthday, I want to make sure that I pick up some wonderful items from uh, the, the car wash gift shop. Merry Christmas, sweetheart. A chamois. Merry Christmas, kids. A coffee cup holder for your van when you get your driver's license in nine years. Happy birthday, a bumper sticker with a picture of the Tasmanian devil on it. Happy birthday, some mud flaps. But the thing that really caught me is they had they had the pine tree air freshener deal, okay? But man, has this thing evolved. I mean, it's not just one pine tree anymore. Now there's a whole, like, overblown, overpopulated, out-of-control jungle. I mean, someone needs to get a lumberjack into the smelly forest and start cutting because... Uh, Check out some of the fragrances, some of the trees they have now, and they're still shaped like pine trees. Okay, here's here's a pine tree. Peachy peach was one of the, the scents. Did you want to be riding in a guy's car that smells like peachy peach? So where are we going? Um, why don't you just let me out right now? Well, there's a steam bath down the road. I could let you out in front of the steam bath. You know, let me out right now. Just breathe in and relax. What is that, peachy peach? That's right. Okay, take me to the steam bath. Excellent. There's one called Black Forest. You know, that's a geographic place in southern Germany, right near the border of Switzerland, the Black Forest. How is it suddenly... Your car smells like the black forest. Hold on while I get my rifle. We go hunting for boars. Boars and reindeer in your back seat. We we go through the trunk and we shoot a wild boar in the black forest. And then we have some strudel. The hell? Ocean mist is now a scent. Do you want to get in some guy's car that smells like seaweed and seagull shit? <laughs> hey, man, can you give me a lift to the store? Yeah, sure, dude. Just put your bathing suit on and let's go. Um, It's for a job interview? That's okay, man. Just, you know, throw on your swim trunks and uh, jump in. I think I'll walk. Lively Lemon? What the? Maybe if your car's a lemon. Dude, uh, how come your car only has three wheels? Uh, it's a lemon. Yeah, it's a lively lemon, dude. How about night sky? Who's, who's driving a car that smells like night sky, like a a, a perv, a peeping Tom? 
Some guy lurking around. What does night sky smell like? Have you ever gone out at night? Oh, God, smell that night. Is that night sky I smell? Oh, I take in, smell the stars. Can you smell this? Oh, well, smell that owl. Oh, just a blend of stars and owl and blackness. Oh, I love me some night sky stink. Jasmine. I don't even know what jasmine is. Is that a spice? Is that a color? Is that is that one of the ingredients in Kentucky Fried Chicken? I'm going to go right by jasmine. Leather? They have the smell of leather? I don't know, man. Do you, do you want your uh do you want your car smelling like a, an IKEA couch? Le- I don't think I want leather. Hey man, your car smells great. Was Freddie Mercury in here with his leather pants? Yeah, he was in the back seat uh, making love to Jim Morrison right through his leather pants. Oh, I got to get out. How about cotton candy? What's that one? Some guy driving around in his rape van? Hey, come on in, girls. Come on in. Uh, come on in. It smells great in here like cotton candy. Can I drive you to the mall, girls? Creepy. How about cotton creepy, dude? Whose car smells like cotton candy? Who who uses that? Circus clowns? Driving around with their great big shoes on their feet? Watermelon? I don't want to drive around all day smelling like a summer fruit. White water. What am I, driving a dinghy to work? Yeah, jump in. (laughs) Watch out for that rock. Some guy driving a dinghy with an outboard motor down the highway. Oh, smell that white water. <laughs> coconut. Yeah, man, let me give you a ride, man. I got the coconut. Black ice. What the hell? Black ice is a driver's worst enemy. I don't know if any of you drive in winter conditions, but black ice is like ice that you can't see. It's a thin sheet of ice that blends in with the uh, black color of the road, of the asphalt. And you could be driving along, and all of a sudden you don't see the ice, and you just flip tits over Thursday. You're dead, man. Yeah, I want my car to smell like death. I've been driving a long time. A lot of my friends have hit black ice and died, not me. I'm hoping it happens soon. All I ever dream of is black ice. Smell it, it's all through my car. Stick your nose right in the car seat. Shove your face in the glove box. That's right. Black ice. We're all going to die. And here's the worst. This is the last one. This is the worst one of all. New car scent. Okay, if you if you have a new car, it's already going to smell like new car scent. So you've got about a month or two before that scent goes away, and then guess what? You've got an old car. Who are you trying to trick? Some guy pulls up in his, uh, you know, 1974 uh, Gremlin. Rust hanging off it. Uh, the dashboard's all cracked from sun damage. The, the, the handles aren't even powered to roll down the windows, and they're yellow from people touching them. The, there's an 8-track cassette player in the dashboard. 
You get in. Oh my God, Jim! What? When did you get a new car? Um, you know, just not too long ago. God, I I never would have known. I mean, look at this thing. It is this like is this like a retro car? Did that? Oh God, this this has got to be what right off the lot. Well, you know, like I said, I got a little while ago. Well, I don't know what you've done, but this is brand new. Yeah, brand new 1972 Gremlin. Wow. Um, can could you have some wood I can put over that hole in the floorboard, Jim? Oh, that comes with it. I paid extra for that feature. That's that's all new. It's like a convertible, but it's like on the bottom instead of the roof. Oh, I should have known. This car's so new, I didn't even know about features like that. Awesome, dude. What are you doing? Just getting high off your new car stink. So anyways, there you go, man. Bizarre world of car scents. Um, you know, the only car scent I want is like drive through. That should be the one they make. It just your car smells like fries and cheeseburgers and shakes. There you go. I just invented a new car scent. Somebody go out and make a trillion dollars off my idea. That's from me to you. Drive through car scent. Okay? The only thing I'm going to charge you is if you make a billion dollars or a million dollars off of it, you have to take me to a drive through and it's on you. You have to buy me one round of drive through My choice. I get to pick. Okay? I know it stinks, but that's the price of making a stink. One cheeseburger with everything coming up. Oh, cheeseburgers, barbecues. Swimming pools, fishing, water skiing, parasailing, campfires, tents. Oh, summer's almost over. (laughs) All that beach party music. Time to shut it down. Do you get sad? I mean, I don't wanna I don't wanna belager the the point. I don't wanna I don't wanna put it in the forefront of your mind, but we've got about a week and a half left till it's September. Is it, are you sad? Do you get do you get bummed? I I I I don't I don't like it because it always feels like you know when summer comes to an end, it's like okay, here we go, winter's coming. We all love the summer, man. I think we all slack off a bit. We take a little more time off work. We do things. We go places. And then it all builds up till next year. So this time of year, even though it's like, let's say in the middle of February or the middle of like uh, July, someone said, hey, dude, you got two weeks off. Go do what you want. And you'd be like in heaven. You'd be like, oh, my God, two weeks. You know. But yet when you know you have two weeks left of summer, you get a little bit bummed. You're like, oh, man, it's ending. Well, here's what I'm trying to say. I don't want to bring you down. You've still got two weeks. So what I'm saying is use it. Enjoy it. Act like it's like someone gave you two weeks in the middle of the year when you aren't expecting it. And two weeks seems like an eternity. I think it's because it's summer and it's always warm and it's nice. You ex- You expect to have the downtime. You expect it to be great. But don't lose sight of what it is. It's still two weeks of greatness. 
Two weeks of summer fun, two weeks of fishing and bicycling and lawn bowling and sex under the stars. So crank up that bongo music again. Get your bikinis out and don't be one of these people that are premature. It's like, oh, you know what? It's almost September. It's September in like a week and a half. You know, let, let's ro- let's pack it in. I know we, we have time to go on a little road trip. We have time to go to the beach, but you know, it's getting close. Let's, let's not do Let's not. Why would we? Uh, uh-uh, why wouldn't you use the time? Enjoy it. A week and a half, two weeks is an eternity. Uh, summer ain't over gang. Uh, you hear the bongo music, get out and dance, get out and do something crazy. And I'm just trying to remind you, you know, don't shut it down before you have to. There's a lot of time left to have a lot of fun. Enjoy the sun, the warm weather, the barbecuing. If you were thinking of putting it away, don't. Roll it all out. Keep it going, man. Once it's officially September, okay, maybe you got an argument. It's like on September for you. You know what? It's September. It's September. And then all that cool stuff starts in September. Football and baseball and hockey and a lot of good stuff. But it ain't summer. So keep keep it going. Use the week and a half. This is just a friendly little reminder. Don't let the momentum stop. And uh, hopefully this ends up on a good beat for you. Maybe there's one thing this summer you didn't do yet. You're like, ah, oh, God, you know, I was going to go fishing in that river, but I only have a week and a half. Or I was going to go to Sandy's cottage with her and go snorkeling. Do it. You'll be happy you did it. You should take your your summer right up to the edge of the line. So, uh, you know, if it's uh, August, if it's August 31st, which is a Friday, you should still be doing what you want to do in summer mode right up to midnight. Don't don't let them shortchange you, man. So I'm just saying it's an attitude, it's it's an outlook, it's a it's a vibe, it's a feeling. Wear it. Throw it on like a coat, make it your skin, and enjoy the rest of your summer, man. Ah. <sighs> Now I'm going to go do my taxes and clean out the garage. What? <laughs> uh, well, that's it. I hope uh, hope that advice uh, inspired you a little bit uh, because I think I've been guilty. We've all been guilty of, of winding down too quickly, but don't. Life is short. Enjoy. Uh, unfortunately, this podcast is short, though. Uh, I want to keep this going, but I can't. But what? Someone's on the line? Who? Ah, oh, come on! Get him off, Runt! Koala! Stupid fucking koala! Ah! All right, get Roger. Let me make some announcements real, uh, real quick. Um, okay, so let's see. We got uh, what do we got going here? Uh, if you're not doing anything uh, this Tuesday, come on out to Burbank, Flappers Comedy Club. 
Uh, I'm going to be doing my improv sketch show with my comedian buddy, Sean Tweedley. It's at 8 o'clock, Flappers Comedy Club, Burbank, California. We're going to have a blast. We take uh, suggestions from the crowd. We uh, improvise scenes. It's really uh, it's really a good time. So uh, come on out if you can. And uh, don't forget, my uh, my stand-up uh, shows are going to start up again in September. Looks like my first gig will be in Houston, Texas on uh, September 6th through the 9th. I haven't been to Houston in about five years, I don't think. Maybe longer, maybe 10. I love Houston. Uh, that's where we shot Rocket Man. And uh, if, if you're around Houston, I'm going to be at the Improv in Houston, Texas, September 6th through, 10, uh, through 9. Tell all your friends. And then I'll be in Raleigh, North Carolina. I haven't been there for ages either. Raleigh, North Carolina, September 13 through 16. And then Calgary, Alberta, Canada at the Blackfoot Inn, September 27th 7 through 30. Uh, just going to be a crazy month, man. So, uh, so g- get it on. Don't forget to check us out. HarlemWilliams.com. Uh, check out the store. Harlem Williams at Twitter. Harlem Williams official Facebook page. All that stuff. And as I said, folks, uh, enjoy the rest of your summer. And, uh, until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. Yeah. Ah!